Good afternoon, church family. I greet you in the name of the resurrected Jesus Christ. Welcome to this week's manna. We are going to pick up with the first of our study, the mothers and daughters of the Bible speak. Very excited about this. Uh, I'll uh, kind of quickly go through uh, some of the topics and the scriptures that uh, we had uh, briefly discussed last week, and then I'll I'll hit some highlights of a, at least the first part of chapter one, uh, because there's a there's a lot of context that was laid uh, in order to get to uh, Jacobed and Miriam. So let me uh, pick up with a word of prayer, and then we'll we'll begin here. Let's uh, go to the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God, we uh, begin our time, Lord, with you together, Lord, with a word of thanks. Lord, thank you for uh, being who you are, O oh God, uh, the God of creation, the God of love, the God who parted the Red Sea, the God who gave us the prophets, the God who gave us every mother and child, Lord, in uh, your holy word, Lord, the giver of the very gift of life, Lord, the giver of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Lord, uh, Jesus is the King of the universe, Lord. We're thankful for that. We're thankful, O oh God, any time we are able to get into uh, Scripture your word, so breathe your life into it. And we ask this always in Jesus' holy name. Amen. So, church, what, what I thought I would do is just uh, give once again, uh, offer the scripture, and then what I'll do is kind of hit the, the highlights there. So the, the scripture that I'm going to be pulling from uh, this morning uh, specifically is the 37th chapter in the book of Genesis. Then I'm going to hop over to Genesis chapter 39 through chapter 45 verse 15. Okay, And, and that, that will be uh, the content of where uh, I'll go with the study uh, today that that's kind of the first half. Let let me give you the uh, other portion that we'll pick up for next week that really gets into Jacobed and and Miriam, and that text is Exodus chapter one through chapter four seventeen, and then staying in the book of Exodus chapter. 15, verse 20 through verse 21. So what, uh, what I thought I would do is, uh, is start here uh, with, uh, with 37 and kind of, kind of go through uh, just a moment some, some highlights here. So uh, in, in order to uh, better understand the uh, context of Jacobed and Miriam, what uh, Shannon Bream is doing is kind of laying the groundwork for what happened before. So uh, think, think just for a moment uh, about uh, Moses 
uh, his birth kind of onward and then ultimately the Israelite people's exodus out of Egypt. What, what she is doing uh, in the first half of chapter 1 is basically saying, here's how the Israelite people got here in Egypt. He, here's how it kind of, how, how, the, how the biblical story kind of came about and the details that happened in order to, to get them there. So uh, let, let, me, let me just kind of go through uh, several things about, uh, about that, about those details. So it, it, it begins, uh, at least for, for this book, with the 37th chapter in the book of Genesis. And we have to uh, start with Joseph, who certainly was a, was a key player, uh, with the Israelite people, kind of getting getting them uh, to that point where they had settled in Egypt, but it actually begins with his own with his own life, his own faith, uh, his own struggle. So, uh, chapter thirty seven kind of begins that journey with uh, Joseph uh, being given a, a gift from God uh, in. Uh, the ability to interpret dreams, okay, and and to 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 have that uh, particular uh, gift, if you would, that uh, oftentimes uh, was a gift, but quite frankly, it it was a a, a curse in many ways too. Uh, he was able to uh, interpret. Uh, uh, dreams with with greatness, but of course that led to conflict uh, between he and uh, his brothers, uh, who ultimately uh, saw a fit to um, rid uh, of Joseph uh, and to uh, at least at one point strategize to uh, kill him. What what? What ultimately happened was that he was uh, sold off uh, and became a slave uh, in Egypt. So that that's kind of where Egypt comes into play uh, in the in the biblical narrative for uh, the Israelite people. Well, Joseph continued to uh, interpret dreams to be employed by Potiphar. Uh, there was some uh, controversy, some conflict, of course, with Potiphar, Potiphar's wife. She accusing uh, Joseph of things uh, that, that he did not do. Uh, he ran from her, fled from her, but yet the king trusted his wife more than he did uh, Joseph. Uh, he was able to literally... Uh, fly by that, kind of get through that by the skin of his own teeth, continued having uh, the opportunity to uh, interpret dreams for uh, Pharaoh and, and, and his own kingdom uh, and outcome. That, that kind of leading us through the 41st chapter. Uh, Joseph... <clears throat> God's hand, of course, being upon Joseph in the good times and the bad times, uh, in the uh, very um, uh, conflicted moments in his life, 
to the point where he literally, you know, thought that he was going to perish. But God was present. God, God was, God was guiding him there. Uh, Joseph, he he rose uh, to power, kind of building that trust and respect uh, among. Potiphar. In the meantime, the very brothers who saw fit to rid of Joseph, Joseph to to plot against his life, uh, the uh, brothers reunite with Joseph. He goes uh, to uh, Egypt there, and there's this reconciliation moment uh, between these brothers, and 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 it's quite quite frankly. Um, you know, one of these accounts where you, 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 you see in this biblical narrative redemption happening. And, and it's all in this very, very first uh, book of, uh, you know, uh, of, of God's Word in the book of Genesis. So uh, there, there's this reuniting, there's this reconciliation uh, that happens. Joseph uh, eventually, after he does his own strategizing, uh, reveals himself to his brothers in the sense that, hey, you know, I am your kin, I am your blood, uh, this is who I am. Uh, Jacob, uh, he, he journeys to uh, Egypt where he, in a sense, acts as a, as a heroic figure, a, a savior figure uh, for his for his people, for his kin. So, so let me kind of pick up uh, there with just some words from uh, Shannon Bream here, and, and and I thought this was quite poignant, and and it helps to kind of summarize uh, this this walk through the latter part of the book of Genesis. And, and I quote here: She says, "It is easy to doubt God's plan and provision." when we are struggling, and, and certainly for Joseph, he had his many struggles. I mean, he was human. He was, uh, in many ways, a trickster figure himself. So he struggled. He, he very much struggled, and, and that, that is certainly uh, the, 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 the natural kind of flow of life for all of us. She goes on to say this, and I can only imagine how Joseph must have felt at times, such as being despondent, wrongfully accused, and stripped of his most basic human rights. It must have felt doubly confusing after the prophecies of his childhood. I believe there is purpose in our pain, she says. The twists and turns, we didn't see them coming in our own journey, the things we would never willingly choose to face. In all of Joseph's story, we never see him lashing out at God or denouncing his reliance on him. If anything, we see him take every opportunity to turn potentially earthly glory away from himself and directly to his heavenly father. So, you know, one of the things that I take away from that is even in our own trial, uh, trials and tribulations, hey, here's, here's just, just a, a, a moment of reflection that we can have, okay, before, before we get wound up in that moment. And it's simply this. In whatever roller coaster ride we are on right now in life, ask yourself this: 
Lord, what are you teaching me? What are you teaching me, Lord? So often we, we go to the answer of, well, God, you're punishing me. But is God punishing you? Is God punishing me when we're going through, um, going through a particular trial that might be self-inflicted or, or, or might, might not be at all? Uh, God, what are you teaching me here? Okay. Um, you know, in Scripture it says, hey, look, you are going to go through trial. You are going to go through tribulation. But take good cheer, Scripture says. So is it necessarily God doing arm twisting here uh, and trying to punish you on purpose? I want you to think about that, okay? Let me, let me continue here. Uh, <clears throat> I quote, The amazing story that unfolds from this point is one for the ages. As God guided Joseph to predict Egypt, had years of great bounty. And this is leading us now toward the very end part in the book of Genesis, okay, where things are becoming more and more settled uh, for Joseph, are becoming settled for his kinfolk, for the Israelite people. Now listen to this. Joseph oversaw the efforts to collect and save the surplus. Okay, food, essentially, for his people, which would sustain the people through the desperate years of crushing famine that followed. You see, an interpreter of dreams he is. He's saving. He's, he's in a sense, investing for what is coming in the future. When that happened, people came from around the region to seek help including Joseph's long-estranged brothers. They're in need, you see. In Genesis 42 through 45, you can read the astonishing story of Joseph's ability to provide for the very brothers who schemed, in fact, to get rid of him forever. It had been so long since their cruelty to Joseph that they didn't even realize the man standing before them was their own flesh and blood. So she, she offers this. She says, not only was Joseph in a position to save his family, but he also had such enormous favor with Pharaoh that his entire family was able to move and to settle into the best part of the land. And that comes from Genesis chapter 47, 11. That's how the nation of Israel, here it is, began her centuries of residence in Egypt. It was working out for them to be settled, to be provided for by Joseph. It's all kind of coming together now. With Joseph, there was celebration, and he was revered. The Israelites flourished in Egypt, you see, for hundreds of years. But by the time Jacobed, here they are, and Miriam, this success was seen as a threat to the Egyptian leadership. So when a people 
flee one area and are settled and are fed and are nourished, what happens? They prosper, right? They begin to populate. So they are a settled people. The Israelite people are, okay? Until, and, and, and this, is, this is where we kind of move now into the book of Exodus. Uh, this comes from Exodus chapter 1, verses 8 through 14. Here it is. What began to unsettle the settledness of the Israelite people that Joseph and, of course, the Lord God Almighty helped to establish? Well, here it is, a new king. A new king to whom Joseph meant nothing came into power in Egypt. Remember that. And that's where we're going to leave off for today. What I want to do for next week is to move into the Exodus text, Exodus chapter 1 through chapter 4, verse 17, and Exodus chapter 15, verses 20 through 21. That's where we will begin next week, and that's where Jacobed and Miriam will will begin their story. So, uh, anyway, it, it gives us it gives us an idea of where the Israelite people were, how they kind of got settled, and by the time we move into the book, or excuse me, yes, into the book of Exodus, that that settledness quickly becomes unsettled again. So, wanted to leave uh, you with with that, and also uh, with a word of prayer. Okay, so let me let me pray for us, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God. Uh, the book of Genesis. It's a wonderful book. It's uh, one of my personal favorites, Lord. It, it, it has everything that we need for life, for faith, that we, Lord, are able to. Very humanly relate to these people in your word because they too were human. They too had joys. They too had struggles. They too had uh, faith. They too had doubt. They they too were human, Lord. So uh, forgive us, Lord, of uh, how we so often fall short uh, of your grace and and glory. Lord, forgive us, Lord, we pray, Lord, for our sin. Lord, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are a redeemed uh, people uh, through the atoning blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So guide us. Guide us through this book. Guide us through uh, your word, the scripture, and guide us as believers and as the body to lift up your name always, the name of Jesus Christ, who is King. Glory be to his name. Amen. Folks, you have a wonderful day, and we will pick up uh, next week with the book of Exodus and Miriam and Jacobed. Have a blessed day.